What's going on? Welcome to the Thai Talks podcast with my friend, fellow client, Jordan Troyer. Um, he's here and he wants to jump on in and we're just going to talk some shit and just just go with the flow. We're going to just talk about a big thing is building habits, procrastination, anxiety, motivation, a lot of topics on the things that you don't hear about especially with other coaches, other trainers, and I just want to shed some light. So if you're watching this on Facebook, please leave a comment, um, some questions. We also have uh, people from Twitter, on Jordan's side, Discord. We're going to leave some questions, and we're going to answer that, and we're just going to talk. We're just going to have a real conversation that we do on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> we literally talk for like hours on end. Every day. Every day in the morning, our battles – and we'll just get into it. Um, so, Jordan, just introduce yourself real quick to people who are watching, um, and let's get into it. Um, yeah, well, for those of you guys who don't know me, uh, my name is Jordan. I'm 24. Um, I'm a really good friend of Ty. We've been friends since high school. I'm also one of his clients for fitness and mindset coaching um, just for, like, the last, mm, like, four or five months now. Um, I was like kind of working out by myself with some of Ty's like direction uh, before I moved back to Seattle and then got back up here and started like working out every single day almost with him in the gym. Um, so yeah, we work out, we climb, uh, we game together sometimes, just like all this stuff, you know, I'm just, um, I don't know. I just, what, what, how do I describe myself? <laughs> so, uh, how, do you, how do you describe yourself? What's the, what's the, I guess I'm a, a filmmaker, but I'm also like, really into health and fitness as well. Cause I think for me, it like started as kind of just a way to like deal with some stuff that I was really not, I was pretty insecure about and I was not happy about with my life. And then like, once I started getting more into like paying attention to my health and my physical fitness, like it also related to my mental health as well. And it just like kind of has become like such a big part of my life that it's like, I don't, you know, without, be exercising without paying attention to these things. Like I think I would be miserable. So like, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's a little bit about me. Yeah. It's hard to describe yourself. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. What, what, do I, what do I say? Yeah. Right. Fuck. Uh, but dude, I just picked up a new book. Um, drive drive, um, by Daniel H pink. And it's about the surprising truth about what motivates us. And hmm. I haven't read it. I just picked it up. Uh, there's a lot of books that we have to talk about. I was actually oh, yeah. looking through like, um, the seven habits, uh, worksheet that we mm. did, uh, I done and going through it. I mean, there's a lot of things that yeah. change, uh, especially the goals and like how we set goals. And like, I just yeah. read through it and I was like, holy shit, like our perspective, my perspective, at least to be a better person. It's so much clearer mm -hmm. now. I mean, like yeah. when I first wrote it, I was like, Hey, I just want to be a better coach, better friend, better brother, better son. But now it's like so much clearer that. I know exactly what I want to do, exactly mm -hmm. what goals I want to set. Um, and crazy, man, like we're diving deep into motivation, setting goals, being proactive. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think like, especially with the seven habits, like one of the, if you guys don't know the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, like Ty and I started reading that a while ago. I think I've been reading that book for like a year and I just finally finished it like this last month, like I would be reading and rereading this, the different habits and I just finally finished all the way through it. But like one of the big things with that book that I find is like one of the most important things is it, it really forces you or it asks you to sit down and really try and identify like 
what your end goals are and what you're like touch deeply within yourself, like what your values are and stuff like that. Right. And the cool thing, like kind of what you're talking about is that like, as you like do it over and over again, like you kind of weed out those things that are like, this isn't really like, maybe I thought at one time that this was really a goal of mine or like, this is who I really wanted to be. But then it like, the more you go through different experiences, the more you think about this stuff, the more it's like, well, maybe this isn't really like, this isn't really that important to me. You know, maybe this isn't really my true identity or like, this isn't really a goal that is something that I really want to achieve. And it's not really going to make me feel fulfilled in that type of way. Yeah. Shit. And going through that, I mean, we had our personal battles, right? The last week, I mean, you had a good week last week, a couple mm-hmm. of days you fallen off. I recently just like fucking went through the, the fucking ceiling. Yeah, fucking yeah for sure. Like that. And I was, I still have troubles right now. I'm trying to fix my, my ad account for business and everything like that. But the thing that separates me from, from here to like nine months ago, I'll probably freak the fuck out. And oh, yeah. Anything. oh yeah. Bullshit. I was trying to fix this. And I think the last time I had an anxiety attack, like I literally had an anxiety attack. I told you yesterday that I had to do something. I had to do mm-hmm. something. If I sat down inside my room, I was going to freak out. I was going to actually like, <laughs> I felt like suffocating, you know, I was drowning, something like that. And, um, and I went live, uh, I think yesterday or this morning talking about anxiety, um, and just really stressed out, really like failing forward. And the thing that got me through was just being proactive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And being able to go through the seven habits again, like, earlier today look at it look at how to be proactive how to plan and that's been our biggest struggle um and looking at your stream from from yesterday you were talking about being proactive and people were looking up to you say hey you you seem like you have so much knowledge mm-hmm. so much perspective so much uh wisdom and people don't know the real side of you like you were telling the truth you were actually spitting fire yesterday you're yeah. spitting the truth and like people resonate with that and now i mean tell viewers uh especially your stream people who who seen you for the last like four to five years Mm -hmm. like what has been like the biggest struggle for you yeah um i mean there's a there's a lot of stuff you know i think that's the thing that i try and convey to people that like you know if they're gonna i can sit and like me and you can sit and talk about like you know these different habits and like this different stuff and like have this knowledge you know most of this stuff comes from other people right like i've read about it and some of it, I, you know, I understand it. I experience it. I'm like, that's where the knowledge comes from. But the truth of it is that like putting it into practice is like the really hard part. Right. So for me, like, you know, I struggle all the time. Like I was just telling you the other day that like the Sunday, Sunday, like Sunday night for some, for some reason, I was just like feeling so down. And in my head, I'm like telling myself like, man, I'm miserable. I hate myself. I'm miserable. And I'm like, telling like having these really irrational thoughts about you know like insecurities with like uh my physical image which is something that i've dealt with like almost my whole life and i still deal with like but again like i compare it now to like nine months ago even like there's a big difference right but i still deal with that almost every day um i have a like a really addictive personality so and that's just something that runs in my family um but for me like there's certain like habits and addictions i would say addictions that are like they're really hard for me to deal with. And there's something that like, there's some things that I've been dealing with for like years trying to like overcome these different habits and like change these different habits or addiction. And it's just like something that is like sometimes almost a daily battle for me. Um, so, you know, that's another thing. 
the insecurities, the addictions, the, the procrastinating is a big one for me. Like I struggle with that all the time. And like, that comes down to like, again, like getting back to proactivity, right? Like, but procrastinating is a big one for me, especially when it's something that like, you know, it's always hardest when it's something that you really don't want to do, you know, like something that's like, maybe you just hate doing, it's just really boring or something like that. So like procrastinating is a big one for me. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I used to have like a really, really big anger problem. And I think like a couple of years ago, that was like maybe the biggest issue for me in my life that I was like really struggling with was like, I had such a problem controlling my anger. And it was, you know, for me, it was like, I never learned that growing up. I never learned how to control my anger. Like I was surrounded by anger in my household. No one knew how to control their anger. There was always angry outbursts. There was violence and stuff like that. And for me, that was like, it translated into that. Like, I just didn't know how to do it. Um, but like over the course of the last few years, I've really worked on that. And I still have moments where it's like, you know, I'll get angry, but it's like the difference is there, but it's still something that I, I'll have to like touch on every once in a while because like, you know, I'll get to these periods where I'm like really stressed. Maybe I'm not practicing different things. I'm just like not paying attention to my health, like my physical health and my mental health. I'm not paying attention to my routines and my habits. And then like it builds up to this point that like there's some something that tips me over and like I'll react really angrily. And then like I'm sitting there feeling shit about myself. Like, fuck, like why, why am I like this? You know, and like get into that like kind of self-defeating thought pattern. So yeah, I mean, those are some of the things that I struggle with, like not every day, but a lot of the time, you know, there's like, I would say that I'm a pretty happy person, but like to say that I don't struggle, it would not be true. Yeah. And that's what we got to get across to other people, right? People mm -hmm. don't know that, Hey, you're, <laughs> you're a human being. You have feelings, you have struggles as well. You're not just a streamer, mm -hmm. uh, a, a handsome guy on stream who's like, <laughs> you know, who, you know, yeah, so the, all the all the stereotypical stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And people are like, hey, this guy has feelings. This guy yeah. actually cares about people and has a, has a life outside of stream or whatever you do. Um, and the thing that we've gone through recently is trying to figure out your identity. Mm -hmm. um, you were really frustrated with like your values. Like, if you don't hit your commitments, you feel like you're a failure. Mm -hmm. That if you're not fulfilling your your values, you're not the identity that you want to be. Right. And I think the thing that we, I, and we're doing this together, right? It's not like I have the answers or you have the answers. It's that we're working this together and being able to figure out exactly what's the game plan for, for you, right? And everyone's different. Everyone has their different struggles. Um, and, and you might be wondering why Jordan's on this um, podcast or this, this uh, fitness program is because he's a good friend of mine and I want to help him, right? Um, because I want to say that because I work with the dads, right? Mm -hmm. I work with ex-athletic dads, and but everyone has their struggles, right? Whether that might be a young man who's in their 20, 20s or an older dude who has kids, right? We all have this struggle, but this framework is about the same. The framework is the same, but the coaching and the experience is different. Mm -hmm. So one thing that we touch bases on is the identity, right? Um, I really want to get into the identity and your core values and then your actions, right? Mm -hmm. For you, you say that you, you have an addictive personality where like if you procrastinate or you don't commit to your commitments or you don't hit your goals, you feel like you're a failure and you don't feel like you're that identity. So what is the identity that you want to perceive as for people who want to watch you on stream or your friends and family? How do you want people to perceive you? 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think for me, it's like, it is like a, a, a balance between, and this is something we talked about of like, you know, the way people perceive you is a big thing. Um, and I definitely care. Like, I definitely care about how people perceive me not. And I think it's not so much in a way of like, I want people to think I'm a certain way, even though I'm not. It's like, I want people to see me as a certain way because I am this way. Right. And so it's like, for me, a lot of that is like, I want to be somebody in people's lives who is uplifting for them, who's like a source of inspiration for some people, maybe who, you know, it's not, and not so much in a sense of like, I want to be like a, 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 like some kind of like spiritual leader or like, I want to be a leader in my friend group or something like that. It's just, I just want to be somebody who, when people are, are around me they they feel uplifted, you know? And that is that a lot of that comes down to like just having compassion for people, being able to like listen to people, being someone who like is there to like radiate joy around people and like radiate this energy of acceptance and like understanding and that type of stuff, you know? So it's just like overall, just like someone who is there to benefit the world and to benefit people and animals and just like all the planet, right? Like that's, that would be for me some like, that's the kind of identity that I see within myself and I would like other people to see. Mm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And we touch bases on this as being someone who's selfless and mm. being the supportive role. Yeah. And what we really touch bases on is that the things that you do, your commitments, the goals that you hit doesn't really define your identity. Right. Let's mm. say, I think we had a big issue of you, uh, waking up late or sleeping too late and only getting a few hours of sleep and you're like, fuck, if I don't get this sleep in, if I don't get wake up at this certain time, I feel like a failure, mm. right? And then we identify as like, yo, it's, it's not about you waking up early is making you this identity. It's about the actions that you take during that day to be that identity, right? Yeah. To be that supportive role. It's like, you could be supportive role and in, inspiring to other people if you wake up at like 12 p.m. Like mm-hmm. no one gives a shit, right? Yeah. But for you, it feels like that's a commitment towards yourself yeah. and a commitment for you to feel good about yourself. Yeah. Right. And the biggest issue for you is actually finding peace within yourself, finding peace within yourself and knowing that, hey, I can actually get here by doing these actions. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you had a big improvement for the last two to three weeks where we had that major breakthrough, right? We were sitting in the car, we took some notes. And we figure out that the action that you need to take to be this identity is, is staying committed, mm-hmm. hitting the, the macros, macro goals, instead of focusing on the small things like sleeping early, waking up early, uh, doing a couple hours of work. We figure out like, here's the actions. This is going to lead up to how you're going to be fulfilled. And this is going to lead up to how you gonna be as an identity, as a person. Right. So, um, what has been the biggest revelation for you for the last couple of weeks after that talk? Like what made you really reset and stay committed to whatever you said? Um, yeah, I think, you know, the big thing was that, you know, we just touched on like something that I needed to be reminded of that, like, just because like, you know, maybe just because you act in one experience, you maybe you act in a certain way that's not in line with your values or that identity that you want to be, or like just because you don't keep a certain commitment just to yourself doesn't mean that you're not this person. You know, it just means that in that moment you made that certain choice, right? But like that's a big thing for me is like when I 
Um, and that's why I think waking up so early was like a big thing for me. Right. Cause if I make that commitment to myself and I don't keep it, I tend to get in this habit of like not keeping all these other commitments to myself. Like it throws my whole day off and it's not just like the sleeping early thing. It's like, all right, I missed this one other commitment today that I said I was going to do. And then like everything else is thrown off because I have this like habit of getting into this really defeating mindset of like, I did something wrong and like, you know, it just like spirals from there. And that was something that like something that I'm aware of and something that I'm working on. But like, that's something that I've just been working on this last like week or two where it's just been like, all right, if I, I missed something, I woke up late or whatever. Right. But I made these other commitments to myself and I like have, you know, kind of made this mission statement for myself to take it from like the seven habits is like of who I actually want to be and how I want to act throughout the day. And sure, I'm not going to hit, I'm not going to do that every single choice I make. It's, I'm not going to hit that. Like mm-hmm. to say that I'm hundred percent of the time, I'm going to be proactive until like hit all these things is like, that's a little unrealistic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but just to be like that, to like recognize when I make a certain mistake or like, I don't keep a certain commitment or I act a certain way just to like, that's the biggest thing I think that I've been working on is like recognize it, accept it figure out what I need to do to change it and then like move on with my day and, and keep doing like trying to hit these other things, right. Trying to keep these other commitments or trying to do the things that I know are going to uplift me and other people, these things that are in line with my values, you know, and I might like fail. I might fail a hundred times, you know, like I might fail a hundred times, but just like little by little, right. Like that 1% better every single day, just like to try and keep doing that. So I think that's kind of, one of the big things that I've been thinking about since we had that, we sat down and we did that was just like, all right, just because I made this mistake, I slipped up on this commitment. Doesn't mean that I'm like, I'm a failure. <laughs> you know, it doesn't yeah. mean that I'm not this person. It doesn't mean that like this core of myself is like gone and I'm like, just like somebody completely different, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, that's one of the big things I think. Yeah. And I mean, you've been working with me since uh, three months. Yeah, yeah, I think I got I got back up here at the end of March. So yeah, yeah March, April, May, just just about just like two over. But I was like working, oh, you know, doing stuff just not in person with you, mm-hmm. like yeah, for a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, and um, you've been having shows like almost every two weeks, right? Yeah. Like fuck, it's a, definitely a pattern. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a pattern. It's like all right, two weeks is the limit for you. Two weeks, yeah. Two weeks, you're like okay, I need a reset. I need someone to. Uh, to talk to i said i i feel like shit i need that support mm-hmm. i need someone to tell me like hey i need to sit down again and go through my commitments and my values and my identity and it's a working process for you like every single week is like a, a win there's some struggles always improving so what are your commitments for this week i don't think we we covered that today or um no, I don't think I, uh, yeah, we didn't talk about it, but I think this week, like just my, you know, I've got some stuff going on with my class, uh, classes that I'm doing in, in college right now. And then, you know, same type of thing. I'm just like trying to better those practices, you know, s- still trying to like get up early every day, but that's mainly just because it does help me to like get more done throughout the day, but also, you know, getting in the gym, uh, nutrition is a big one for me this week. Cause like I tend to, like you said, it's like, kind of every two weeks, but also kind of like, I'll go like the whole weekday and be like really good about my diet and waking up early and we go to the gym and then I hit the weekend and I'm like, 
or if we take a rest day and I just like, it just like, I just like, Oh, I'm going to take a rest day. I'm going to sleep till like 10, 11, 12. And I'm like, then I don't end up eating and I don't end up doing my work and just like kind of all throws me off. So like, that's kind of what, again, like getting back same thing, but like, you know, every other week or whatever, but it's just like the same thing where it's like, all right, I still need to put more effort into this. And then like, that's kind of what it is this week working on that nutrition, my other commitments that I have just like with my other priorities, fitness is a big one too. So yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at this week for sure. Yeah, for sure. So how are you building habits? That's a huge one, right? Mm -hmm. Um, As trainers, as a coach, um, we talk about building habits, but we don't really go deep into it. Right. Um, Yeah. For example, like other trainers say, Hey, let's go, let's build some habits. You got to eat, consistently you gotta train that's pretty much the extent of how trainers talk about uh habits and building a routine for yourself right so what kind of habits have we instilled inside this program or what have you learned from me from the program on how to build habits and how to keep them going mm. um yeah i mean i think like building habits is, a, is something that a lot of people don't really um, understand like how, what the process of it actually is. Uh, but something that I've noticed from like being in this program, like one of the habits that we really, like I've really been able to, um, build just since working with you that I wasn't able to do before is like getting out and putting in that maximum effort at the gym every single day. Right. Like even on, like we decide beforehand, if we're going to take a rest day, that's fine. But like, there's there'll be days where it's like man i feel like shit i don't want to go outside maybe i'm like really insecure or i'm really stressed about some shit or like maybe i've really fucked up about something and it's like i don't want to tell you about it right because it's like because it's like i just don't want to talk about it i'm like ashamed or whatever but like this we have i have this habit now of like look i gotta get the fuck up and do this i gotta get the hell to the gym and work with ty and i know i can't lie to him Cause if I lie to him, I'm not going to feel right with myself. It's going to suck. But now I have this habit of like, just, I got to do it. I got to get there and yeah. do it. Cause I also know in the back of my mind that if I do this thing, I'm going to feel better too, you know? And like, it's gonna, it's gonna help me to like get out of whatever rut I'm in, or it's going to help me to deal with like, you know, whatever I'm dealing with, it's going to help to motivate me. It's going to yeah. bring my energy levels up. If I'm stressed about something, it's going to help me to take my mind off of it and put things in perspective. So that's a big one. It's just like that habit of like, whether I want to do it or not, getting up in the gym. And there's some days where I'm like, I don't want to wake up early today. Like today, man, it was so hard for me to wake up early. But I, and I, when I did it, I was like, I can get up. <laughs> like, I, I got to get up. We're going to the gym at 8 a.m. every day. You know, it's like, yeah. let's do it. So, um, yeah, that's a big one. That's a big habit for sure. Um, I'm trying to think like what other big habits I've been working on. Um, That's a huge uh, one though. I mean, that like pretty much sets up your day. Yeah. It's a a big one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, some days I don't even want to wake up. I I go to the gym. I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) It's six 30 is a lot to to get up and I have to drive to the gym. Like, all right, well, but I can't complain because people work like hella early, but I mean, um, and it's a commitment for me too. Like I, I have to be responsible for me and you. Like, mm. I, I, if I don't go, I feel bad that you're committed and I don't hit my commitments for you, yeah. right? As a coach, it's like, it's, it's shitty. Mm. I don't show up. Um, and then some days you, I know that you, you, you have the space when uh, you don't want to talk. 
Yeah, I know something's going on, but I'm not gonna say anything until yeah. you say something. Cause that's, that's, I'll say something. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll say something. It just takes time. Like, all right, uh, he'll he'll get it off. Cause yeah, you need to. Yeah. Um, I mean, how has that helped you? Just like express how you feel, express like your concern and uh, like all the struggles pent up inside you. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just important to have, you know, someone who's gonna be there to listen, but also someone who's gonna be there to like be honest with you about what you need to hear and that's like a big thing of like especially with certain things like certain struggles that i have that you know about that i've like been dealing with for a while you know like maybe a year or two right and there's just like something that i have not really been able to do on my own um and it's not to say that it's like all right now this other person is just going to solve this problem for me but it's important i think to have that like have people in your circle that are going to be there to like be honest with you and to uplift you and to listen to you. And like, so that's a big thing for me to actually have like a, a, an outlet to be a, like somebody that I trust and respect and that I know ha- is going to tell me what I need to hear. Right. Who's not going to like sugarcoat something for me or lie to me to make me feel better about something like that type of thing. Right. Like that's huge. Um, so yeah, it's definitely, definitely like i mean i'm still struggling with some shit right but like and you know about like these different things but it's like um it definitely helps me to like when i am in that situation where i'm like demotivated or fucking like you know lack of confidence or stressed or just like you know whatever it is like to be able to uh speak about it and like have somebody be like all right look like let me tell you what you need to hear like I'm listening to you, I understand what's going on and let's talk together to really figure out what, get to the bottom of this and then like, let me tell you what my perspective is and then let's make a plan together to how you how to move forward. Like that's a big thing. Um, yeah. That's huge to have. Because otherwise, like if you're constantly dealing with the same thing and you're just trying to do it by yourself, like, you know, it's really, really difficult to get out of that. It's so hard um, to like fix all these problems by yourself, especially like, you know, they say is like, you can't expect to fix a problem in the same mindset that you made the problem in, Mm. right? Like if you don't change your perspective and you don't change the way you're looking at these things, like it's just going to keep being there. It's just going to keep repeating. So yeah, I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. And being that state of uncertainty, of depression, Mm -hmm. of sadness, it's like the worst feeling ever. And it's crazy to me that people are able to stay in the state mm. for so many years, right? I was so sick and tired of being in that state yesterday. I had to do something about it, Yeah. right? Um, and you asked me, how, how did I feel yesterday? And one of the questions I want to ask you is, do you ever have anxiety or do you have ever had an anxiety attack before? Um, I think I definitely have anxiety. Um, I don't know if I've ever really had an anxiety attack. Um, I definitely have had moments where I've like had breakdowns, like yeah. some like pretty intense breakdowns, but I don't know if I've ever really had an anxiety attack. Like just from what I've heard of other people like describing it, I don't really know if I can ever say that I had like an anxiety attack, but yeah, anxiety, I definitely get sometimes. Um, I think like I'll get anxiety when like, I'm maybe like if I'm like feeling insecure or something, I'm like around new people or something like mm. I'll get anxiety sometimes in those situations. Uh, I'll get anxiety with girls sometimes. <laughs> That's the big one. Like I think a lot of guys do. Yeah. Um, just like that little, you know, sometimes those moments of like, 
you know, insecurity and hesitation or whatever, just nervousness and anxiety in that way. But yeah, I don't think ever like an anxiety attack, you know, not, not in that sense. Shit. It's kind of scary. Yeah. yeah I'm like, it just like really puts you back and yeah. like makes you suffocate. Like you feel like yeah. you're drowning. Yeah. Um, and actually like, you know, I told you this already swimming, right. Going dunking my head underwater. I get anxiety. Mm. I'm like, uh, people are like, what the fuck you done? You, you swam before you, you've done yeah. this before. I'm like, Bro, I, I tried. I've been training to do this. I've been mean, going to the pool and like actually don't. Like even in the sink, I just put my head down. Like, mm. all right, I have a problem. Like, I literally can't breathe or like I can't function. Mm. I, I freak the. I'm like, I'm so you It's a big fear. Yes, I'm actually. It's a phobia, I guess. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. and I try to. I try to do, um, I think wakeboarding. Yeah, which is where you strap yourself up and like yeah. have that um vest. You have, you have a vest, right? So I'm like, okay. Yeah. You're pretty safe, but then, like, once I have my head underwater, yeah, I'm like, or whatever, yeah, no control, right? You have yeah. no control of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one. I definitely know that's one incident of anxiety where I have that um, stress when I'm super stressed. Um, and the question that you asked me yesterday was like, what caused anxiety? And I think it was because I couldn't have control of my my environment of what how I do things. Like one thing was I I couldn't get my eye message out. Yeah, recently I got fixed yesterday which isn't a big deal but for me going through the process of going on google figuring out how to do it youtube's like fuck every i've done everything and i'm freaking the fuck out mm-hmm. you're not getting messages i'm not sending messages out not my business is fucked because of this and that's how i felt i felt like i was drowning like everything was going wrong mm-hmm. clearly you know like clients were leaving money wasn't coming in um look at my bank account wasn't helping me like that gave me anxiety huge anxiety attack and the way i dealt with that was trying to take action like go outside get some fresh air climb do something and actually be active like do something get outside and take small actions yeah i think that's the biggest thing that we've learned it's like don't don't be sitting around doing nothing that's uh, that's where that proactivity comes in yeah to get up and actually do something um i was gonna say i think actually like there might've been a couple moments for me where, I mean, the closest thing I think of for me to have like an anxiety attack, um, definitely last year when I was like living in Seattle and I was living on my mom's couch and I like had no work and I was like trying to figure out what to do. And I would like sit on a couch for like days at a time, like looking for jobs or like looking mm-hmm. at schools and like trying to figure out what I want to do. And then like looking at like, all right, if I go to school, I'm going to get like all this student loans, this debt and like maybe trying to find an apartment or like trying to find a job and just like, I would get like, it would build up. Right. Yeah. And it felt like kind of like you were saying where I was like, felt like I was a drowning. I had no control over what I was doing. So like, that's probably the closest thing for me. And like, typically the way I would deal with that is like, I would get up and I would just talk to my mom. And I would explain what's going on. And I'm very lucky that my mom is like so supportive in the sense that she would be like, all right, well, let's, what do you want to do? Like, don't put yourself in a situation where you're doing something you don't want to do just because like you feel you have to. And not everybody is that lucky. Um, So I'm very fortunate in that way. But like, same type of thing. Like you got up and went and we went and climbed, right? And like you did a, you did a live, like right when I was pulling up to the climbing gym, like you were live. Um, but that's just like being proactive. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think if we like touch back on the seven habits, like that first habit is be proactive. Right. And that the whole, like the way that I think about it, because he, the way that he wrote it is like the essence of being a proactive is 
the, the ability to subordinate an impulse or a feeling to a value or mm. a priority, right? So like yeah. you may feel like shit. You may feel like you don't want to fucking do anything. You want to fucking, you know, you want, you don't want to do anything. You're stressed or whatever, or uh, the other way around, maybe like you have something you really need to do, but instead you just want to like fucking sit there and play video games. Something I deal with, right? Yeah. Like I don't, yeah. yeah. But like being proactive is like recognizing that you have the ability to choose, right? outside of what your impulse is to do or your feeling is to do or your thought is to do, you have the ability to choose and act upon um, your values or your priorities. Act upon the things that you know are going to benefit you and move you forward as opposed to like, like you said, sitting in that, that state of like uh, depression or anxiety or stress or discomfort, right? Which so many people do. They just sit in that state and they don't do anything about it. And that's yeah. not to say that it's not fucking hard to like, mm. like that's the whole point. That's why people sit there. Cause it's so difficult and they're like immobilized. Mm. Right. And like, it's not easy to be depressed obviously. And it's not easy to get out of it. But like that, like we said, like that, just that being proactive is like, that's such a huge step to do something, anything to like move, get yourself moving mentally and physically. Right. Yeah. yeah. And holy shit. It's crazy to think about this. I actually have a revelation just now. It's like, would you rather be in the state of sadness, depression, anxiety? Is that more painful than moving and getting up and doing something and taking action? Mm-hmm. Right? Because if you're so sick and tired of being where you are right now, wouldn't you want to take action and do something? Yeah. But most people don't do that. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they don't, they're not mentally capable of doing that. Yeah. And I think it's because they have, I think, I think it's um, habit three. I think we touch bases on the, the four quadrants, your needs and your wants, mm-hmm. right? I think people, people aren't willing to take the risk to take actions because they don't see it as a need, mm-hmm. right? They don't see it as a need where they need to do something. They don't need, they need to do an action. It's just in that quadrant of like wanting stuff. Like I want to get in shape. I want to be healthy, but are you going to take action for it? Or are you going to stay in this painful state all your life for the next five to 10 years? And it's crazy talking to like dads, like they've been in the state for like 10 to 20 years. I'm like, mm-hmm. fucking kidding me? Are you serious? Like how, how painful do you have to be? How much of a, of a dig inside your own grave do you need to be to realize that, Hey, you got a problem here. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think we both have that turning point of like, Hey, we need to turn our shit around. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Like I've had, I've for sure had moments where I just like, I'm just like sitting there for whatever I'm dealing with. And it's like, I am so sick of being miserable. I'm sick of dealing with whatever this is. I'm sick of like, I'm, I'm tired of it. And it's not like, it's not, and I know for some people it's like, you're at a point where it's like, you're suicidal. And that's, that's very real. That's where that need comes in. For me, I'm not like, I'm not suicidal. I've maybe been there before, like a, a long time ago, but like for me now it's like, for certain things, I just, even recently, I just got into some points with certain things where I'm just like, I'm just so miserable. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of being miserable. I'm sick of dealing with this thing and sick of not um, being able to change this certain thing, sick of not doing this certain thing or being the way that I have set out to be. And I've, I've made the vision for myself to be. And like that creates a need, right? And like a desire is really strong, but a need is even stronger, right? Mm-hmm. And, but like, I had to create that need within myself. Right. Yeah. Cause if I, I could have just sat there, but I'm fucking miserable and then just sat there, 
in my misery and like sat there in my like just being tired of whatever the fuck it was and like not done anything about it. Exactly. Again, like back to being proactive, right? Hmm. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm tired. I'm miserable. I need to do something about it and then doing it right. Like you figure out what it is you need to do and then you do it, you know, and then, you know, you fail and then you do it again. And it's like, you keep getting back up, you know, and constantly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, and feeling miserable and feeling like, Oh shit, this isn't working. I had this weird thing where, um, I feel like I I just have a weird thought. Sometimes I'm, I'm driving, like, uh, I feel like just turning the wheel going really fast and just like fucking tipping my car or something like that. Like it's, it's just a weird imagery, Mm. right? It's just like a, a fucking weird thought that comes around. Like, Hey, what happens if I just turn the wheel just a little bit going like 90 miles per hour? What's going to happen to me? Right. Am I going to tip over? Yeah. That's like a really like a rational thing that I think a lot of humans have. And I can definitely say like, I've thought I've had similar thoughts where it's like, what if I just fucking drive into a tree right now? And it's like, it's not like I'm like, it's not like I want to drive into a tree. It's like, where does that thought come from? Right. It's irrational. Yeah. But it's like, it's, I think it's a, that's a human nature to kind of think those types of things. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh, I was talking to Perry. He's like, he asked me, do you ever think about this? Do you ever think about um, just going up to someone and just smacking them in the face? I'm like, Whoa, dude! Like, are you serious? So, yeah, I wonder what happens if I just come up to you and just smack you, oh, or or James or someone like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll like, no, smack you back. Like, I'll probably smack you back. It's like, yeah, I, I, like, why? It's like, I, I don't know. I just have this feeling. I just have this feeling. You know what I mean? And then you think about, I was like, if I do this, like, what's gonna happen to my friendship, my friends, my family, my you know, and the kids? Um, I don't know, just mm. as humans, we, we're able to change our mindset, right? We're able to change the way we think, and it's an exercise, right? It's a muscle. We have to keep doing this on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. right? So being able to be in that state of being proactive is one thing. We also did something recently. Um, in this month of May, we actually did a challenge inside the, the program was to set up a declaration right we set up our 90 day goals mm-hmm. one thing was that most people fail with a whole year long um goal because it's such a long process like 12 months like you're eventually going to fail on the spectrum of 12 months right but the mm-hmm. thing that we focused on really this month was setting goals and then um breaking it down to 30 days and then breaking it down to a week yeah. and then breaking it down to a day. How has that helped you hit your commitments and further your actions to get that goal of yours? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that comes, that's comes down to planning. Right. And like, like planning is like the first step, like understanding what your goals are and then being able to like tangibly make a plan. Um, then you can be proactive. Right. Like if you don't know what you need to do, like how do you be proactive? Right. If you don't know what your values and goals are, how do you be proactive about it? Um, But you have to be proactive first to like sit down and identify those goals and make those goals and make that plan. Uh, But for me, kind of the process um, is like you said, like I have those long term goals, which are like 90 days. I have some that are long, long term. Mm. Right. But those are more like intangible types of things. Like these are things that I can't 
really like accurately measure so much as it's just a feeling, right? Yeah. But like these 90 day goals or whatever, like maybe I sat down and I said, I think I sat, I think I made a goal for the end of the year that I wanted to, my max pull-ups to be 10. Yeah. And then I hit that in like a month. Oh shit. Like, yeah. Right. Like that progress, that progress was crazy, but it was like, all right. So I made this goal, these other goals that I have for 90 days and kind of like the thing that we've learned is that like effective goals focus on results, mm-hmm. not on upon, not upon actions. Cause like, for example, I could make a goal that like, all right, for the next 30 days, I'm going to practice guitar for 15 to 20 minutes every day. Right. But by the end of the 30 days, I might've done that every single day and I might not be any better at guitar. Right. Whereas like if I said in the next 30 days, I'm going to learn how to play these three songs all the way through on guitar. Right. Then I can actually accurately measure what my progress is. If I've done these things, if I've, if I've actually accomplished these things similar with like, uh, with like working out, right? Like maybe you're trying to hit a certain weight goal. You can accurately measure that. Right. But first you set that goal and then you make that plan of like, all right, what am, what do I need to do to achieve this certain thing? So for me, that's kind of like, all right, I have these 30, 90 day goals. I kind of break it down into like, all right, may, this is what I want to do for may. And then I look at it each week and I kind of break it down into like those sub goals of like, all right, if I want to hit this goal by the end of may, like, what do I need to do this week? to get there. Right. If I want to finish this book by the end of the end of May, like how much do I need to read this week? Right. And then it's like, I'll write it out and you can kind of see like my whiteboard back here, but I'll like, I'll write it out into like a weekly thing. It's like Monday, I'm going to do this Tuesday. I'm going to do this Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then like, then I get into like actually daily planning as like the night before every night, Sunday night, I plan my next day and I like really plan it out in detail. And it's like, Um, for some people, I think that's a little too strict to do like, like every hour, this is what I'm going to do. I kind of do that because I have a lot to do. Like I have a lot that I put on my plate, but I, it's also open to being flexible, right? Like I can set all this stuff up, but it's like some of these things I I don't need to do. These are things that I want to do. Right. And I've given myself to the time to do that. Right. Um, but I think that's kind of the big thing. And then like the other thing with planning, right. Is, um, is like understanding, what your goals are depending like on like your different areas of your life. And that's like a big thing that we've kind of worked on as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm learning from you as well. Like journaling at night has mm-hmm. helped me tremendously. Like me able to write down like my struggles, my wins, and then being able to like plan out for the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, because not everyone has time to plan out in the morning, mm-hmm. but you shouldn't have time to plan out for the morning. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're fresh and you're, you understand like your task for the next day, you should do it. Mm-hmm. It's really, really helpful. Like today, I think I wrote down, uh, I t- wrote down what my plans were and how I felt. I mean, I can tell you right here. It's like, I felt like shit. My ads weren't working. I had anxiety, decided to go outside and then felt good afterwards doing my revs felt good. And then plans for tomorrow, um, was going to Apple support, get my iPhone working again podcasts, uh, listen to my mentorship, go through the Wednesday roundtables, pick up Micah. I mean, there's no time schedule, right? If I really want to, I have a plan over there, which mm-hmm. I'm going to put up as a, like, Hey, this is the times I need to do something, but really focus on the goals that you want to hit and really focus on the, the outcomes that you want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you said, like, these are the things that you want to do. You don't have to necessarily plan out hour by hour. 
but the mm-hmm. tasks that you do every single day, like getting five, like work done, five hours done, getting your workouts in, like that's going to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, there's no template to build habits, honestly. And we're still learning. I mean, mm-hmm. picking up another book about how motivation is to us and like the truth about it. I mean, you're learning about habits, the, the scientific way, the process of how to build habits. I mean, that's super interesting. I want to learn from that later. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah. I think, um, I think for me, like, um, and something I think, you know, you have a pretty decent knowledge of too. Uh, something last year for me, like I, I, you know, I went on that like 10 day meditation retreat and like just the last like three years for me, I've gotten like so into Buddhism yeah. and like Buddhist philosophy for me. And I've also studied a little bit of some other stuff like Hinduism as well. Um, but like when I went on that meditation retreat last year, I like one of the biggest things that that taught me was like how we develop our habit patterns. Right. And the fact that like we aren't our habit patterns and the, that these things change, we they're learned, right. These are things that we learn. Most of the time we unconsciously learn them. Like we're not conscious that we're building these habits. Right. Um, but they can also be changed through like being consciously aware of them and proactively choosing what we're doing. Right. Um, and then, you know, I come back and I've been, you know, reading through the seven habits, which really talks a little bit on like how habits are formed and changed. And then also like the book I'm reading right now, which is the power of habit, like you said, is like super scientific about how habits are formed and changed. But the thing is like, it's all the same information. It's just different ways. Right. Which that's so interesting to me about Buddhism specifically is like, this is 2,500 years old. And it's saying the same stuff that scientists are just now like talking about in the last 20 years. Right. So that's huge for me to be like, that's really affirming to me, but like, um, yeah, just the science of habits, how habits are changed. But like for me, like with the, the daily planning, right. Like you said, like you write your stuff down, like, let me read like my plan for today. Right. Mm-hmm. And the thing is for me, like I do stuff, I write it down hourly for me and it's not because I have like have to do it on this hour, but I recognize that like certain things, if I have these different commitments throughout the day, like certain things I'm more likely to like not do if I don't do them first, right? Like if I don't do my work, um, you know, if I don't do my work early in the day, I'm not likely to do it in the evening, yeah. right? Like, cause I'm tired and I just, I just want to relax and stuff like that. Right. So for me, it was like, I right, 6am, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do my morning practices, which is like meditation and visualization and writing my intentions for the day. I'm going to have breakfast and then I'm going to go to the gym at eight right with you. And then I'm going to get back. And the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to have a shake. And I wrote that down. Like I'm going to have a shake. And then I'm like 10 o'clock. I have class, get back. I'm going to have lunch. I'm going to do work. I'm going to have dinner. And then I have like just the evening for me is like this podcast, um, work on some, the short film idea that I'm working on. I'm going to have a shake and then I'm going to read and journal and meditate before I go to sleep. Right. That's my day. Right. And like you said, like, it doesn't need to be like that built out. Like this is what I need to do every hour, Mm -hmm. but just like knowing what you need to do. And I think the biggest thing for like, for me, for like planning the night before is like why that's such a big deal is like, if I wake up in the morning and I haven't made a plan for the day, like I'm already stressing out as soon as I wake up, like, what do I need to do today? Like I got to figure out what I need to do today. I'm in the shower I'm constantly thinking. And then by the time I'm sitting down to meditate, my head is so full trying to think of stuff. It's like, it's like, I'm already stressing out. 
Whereas like if I wrote it down the day before I wake up, I don't got, I don't even have to think about it because I know it's written down and I can do, I can wake up and I can wake up calmly, do my meditation and visualization and then sit down and finally be like, all right, what do I have to do today? And I'm already in a state of like, I'm calm, I'm mentally prepared and I'm motivated, right? So like, that's why I think planning the night before is such a big, um, has such a big effect. And like, that's interesting that you're doing that too, because I've talked to some other friends about that method for me. And like, they were like, same response. They're like, oh, that's oh, yeah. crazy. Like, I should do that. Like that's that, because same thing. They say like, I wake up in the morning and I'm like stressing out already. What do I need yeah. to do today? What do I need to do today? Right. And like some of my friends like don't even plan. They don't write. They don't know what their goals are. Mm-hmm. They don't have any idea. They, they don't, they don't make a weekly plan or like a monthly goals or 90 day goals or yearly goals. They don't, they're just doing, they're just mm-hmm. living, right? Like they're just yeah. letting life live them as opposed to living life. Yeah. Right. I think 99% of people don't plan. Like, honestly, people will say, I don't have time. But you do have time. You, you have plenty of time. Yeah, you have so much time, honestly. Like, I don't care if you have a nine to five. I don't care if you have kids. I've seen it happen. Yeah. I've seen people do it. And, like, if you're not, like, Elon Musk or someone like that or someone, like, really famous who literally doesn't have time and they're always constantly stressed and honestly always thinking, you have time. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like even like uh, I think it was Warren Buffett who says that he reads like five hours a day or something. Like it's, it's something like Warren Buffett or somebody similar. Like I like sure they're rich and like they can pay for other people to do the things that most of us need to do ourselves. But like they make the time for it. And like if you don't think that's a reason why they're successful, right? That's a big thing. Like even for me, like like. I do live streams sometimes where I'll just like, I'm just playing games or just talking to people. Right. And sometimes people, viewers will come in my stream and they're like, I really need to do this thing that, but I don't have time. And my instant response is like, what are you doing right now? You're watching my stream, get out of here and go do this. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't care if I'm sending people away from me. Like you you don't have time. You have time. You Mm -hmm. can make time. What are you, how much, how many hours a day do you watch TV? How much time do you spend on Instagram every day? You're watching live streams, right? Like, come on. Like, let's be honest. You have time. Don't ever say you don't have time because you have time. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Huge. I mean, even Elon Musk, I mean, or Gary Vee, he makes time for his kids. Like mm-hmm. after seven or eight o'clock, he, he completely shuts down. He's like, no more work. It's family time. It's, I have to spend time with my kids. And he makes the commitments for himself to like, hey, work-life balance. This is time for work. This is a time for family. Mm-hmm. Like you have to set the time for yourself. Yeah. I think that's a huge thing where, um, a lot of guys prioritize their family and say, I'm doing this for my, my kids, my wife, but let's be honest. I wrote this down to on my Instagram and posted it. say, like, Hey, you are the priority. You're number mm-hmm. one. Like, let's be honest with yourself. You're doing this for you. Like you want kids because you want kids. Mm-hmm. You are in this position because you, you want it or mm-hmm. you make it happen yourself. Right. And it comes down to situations, but you have to be honest with yourself and say, Hey, this is what I want. I need to do this for myself. I have to prioritize for myself. This is for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And don't put the blame on anybody else. Don't yeah. take ownership. Be real with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Be real with yourself and say, this is who I want to be. What actions I need to take to mm-hmm. do it. So make the time. Yeah. Right? Make the time, honestly. And it's like the biggest thing. Um, and if you say that you're too busy, shut the fuck up. Honestly, you're you're not, you're not like you have time. You're, you're the reason that you're too busy is because 
you don't prioritize and you don't know what your values and what's important to you. You don't really know. You haven't really sat down and identified that. And that's like, right. Coming back to habit three that we talked about, which is like put first things first and talking about those four quadrants. And again, this is from the seven habits where it's like quadrant run, quadrant run one, geez. (laughs) Quadrant one are the things that are important and they're urgent. Right. And those are things like you can't avoid these things. It's like work. It's like meetings, right? It's like some phone calls or deadline driven projects. These are important. They're urgent. You can't avoid them. And then quadrant two are the things that are important, but they're not urgent. And this is where they talk about, this is where 80% of your time should be spent, right? These are the things like relationship building activities. Planning is one of them. These practices that enable you to be more effective, right? For me, like, I think I even have written down in my journal somewhere. Let's see, where am I? I have this written down, what my, my quadrant activities, right? So for me, my quadrant one activities, and it's literally like three things for me just right now is work, uh, classwork and school and like paying bills. That's, that's my three quadrant one activities, my quadrant two activities, right? Meditation, journaling, exercising, reading, learning, service, weekly planning, uh, listening to others, reaching out and talking to my friends, when they're not reaching out and talking to me, Mm. uplifting others, um, shooting and filming like my creative projects. These are things that are not urgent. I don't have to do any of these things, but they're important, right? I recognize that they're important because they're in line with my mission and my values and they are moving me along the certain path. So like those are the important things, right? And then you have the quadrant three, which is like urgent and not important, which is like the popular activities and the like some phone calls and stuff like that. So it's like, there's some things that are like in that quadrant where it's like, all right, all my friends are going out tonight. And like some days it's like, it's okay to be like, Hey, I'm going to go out with these people because it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's fun. And that's cool. And like, you have to make time for that to be able to play and stuff like that too. But you also have to be, have to have the ability to sometimes to be like, look, there's this popular activity going on. My friends are going out or whatever, but I've made these other commitments to myself today and these other things that I need to do today and make that choice to be like, I'm going to put my time in this one area instead of this other area. And then there's quadrant four, which is not urgent and not important. And that's just time wasters, right? Yeah. <laughs> TV, yeah. TV or video games or whatever. And I have that too. Like I, some of my time gets spent into that, right? Like I don't yeah. need to sit down and play video games, right? I don't need to, for me, it's just like a hobby and a way to relax. But a lot of the time I do waste my time. And again, this is like something that I struggle with to say that like, maybe I have this knowledge, but I always practice it is not true. So it's like, that's one thing that I'm trying to work on is like, I recognize that I'm putting some of my time into these activities that are not important in any way when I could be putting them towards these activities that are important. But that's where, that's the rule, right? 80% in these, in this quadrant two. And then the other 20% is going into like the things you can't avoid. Mm -hmm. And then the things that are like, just like play, that's fine. It's cool to play sometimes. Um, but I, like I said, I think that's the main thing that people who are overly busy is because you haven't prioritized and mm-hmm. these things are acting upon you and you're not acting upon them, right? Yeah. It's letting it build up because you haven't prioritized. You haven't sat down and thought about your goals. You haven't planned everything out. That's just it really. Like you don't know, you don't know what you need to do. And so you're just like, things are just acting upon you. You're just being lived every day instead of like actively proactively making the choices you know yeah you're just surviving at yeah this you're, point. Sur- you're, you're surviving like, yeah and like dude you, you, like talking to so many dads on the phone like you're 40 years old i feel like i'm not living i'm like damn 
Yeah. It sucks. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel it. I feel it. And so, 40 is young too. 40 is yeah, way too young yeah. to be feeling like that. I'm like, bro. I even had a conversation who's, who, who this guy was 33. I'm like, bro. Yeah, dude. You're overweight. You're, you say that you don't have time. Like, where's your priorities, man? Like, honestly, like, where are you at? Like, I, I'm no motivator. I'm just going to tell you straight up, like, bro, you need to get your shit together, honestly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. And going back to proactivity, everything around this book is amazing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And everyone should read this book and get deep with it. Like, be mm-hmm. honest with yourself. Like, like, I had to break down my true self and answer these questions and honestly tell myself, hey, if I want to get this done, I want to be this identity. I need to set time for myself, create space, be proactive, and go out there. And not to say that you don't have to play games or do whatever is fun. Mm-hmm. You have to have that, right? I mean, I, I, we do that all the time. We play games, um, Apex, whatever, go on stream, just watch and Game of Thrones, you know what I mean? Yep. Honestly, like I, I've been watching Game of Thrones how people are upset about it and people are talking about remakes. I'm like, I could be doing something else, but I'm going to put 20% and like, yeah. just enjoy my time, create space and just chill. You know what I mean? But make sure you hit your priorities first. Mm-hmm. That's the most yeah. important thing. Yeah. And that's like you said, that's just like, that's the ability to be proactive. And like you touched on earlier, like, and this is something that I read in this book. Now the power of habit is like, willpower which is kind of the same thing as proactivity is not it's not a skill it's a muscle yeah right it's not just like some people have this and some people don't and that's just how it is like because some people are really skilled at certain things and some people aren't right but like the reason that these people are some people are so proactive and they have so much willpower more than other people is because they've trained it right over time like they just they weren't just born with that they learned it right some people are lucky in that like their family was able to instill that in them and teach them from a young age. Some people aren't, that's just the hand you were dealt. Right. And I can sit here and say that, like, I know I was dealt some like pretty tough hands on some things. Right. Mm. Not the most proactive person. And it's something I've been working on for a long time, but like I can sit here and recognize that like today compared to a year ago or two years ago is it's insane. Mm -hmm. The difference, right. I've two years ago, I wouldn't have been like, I would have been stressed about something. I wouldn't have done anything about it. I would have just like felt like shit and I would have been like, Oh, I'm just going to play some games Yeah, same. or just like something else, some kind of stress reliever. That's not healthy for me. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, and that's really, that's really it. Right. That ability to, that ability to be proactive and that again, like the seven habits is like, if it takes you a year to read it, so be it. Right. It took me a year to read it. Like it is a really great book. There's other books. There is other books, but that's another thing that like I touched on uh, in my stream yesterday when I was talking to my viewers is like, uh, and I think I talked to you about it too, is like people like people for some reason, they stop learning when they leave school. And I'm not really sure. Like I did the same thing. I left school. I stopped reading and I used to read so much when I was a kid. I read so much and it wasn't like self-improvement books and like philosophy books. It was like fantasy books and stuff like that. But like a lot of the people, like they leave school and they just stop learning altogether. They stop, they stop learning uh, new skills. They stop learning new uh, perspectives and ideas through like reading or like watching podcasts or like listening to podcasts and, or the, whatever it is. People just stop learning. They stop trying to improve. And I think that's one of the like most important things 
for people who are successful in like every area of life, not just like money and business, but like in every area in relationships and all these other things is like, the reason is because they never stop trying to improve. They never stop growing. And those are the like people that are really successful. Also the people that like you should be surrounding yourself with. Right. And that's what I touched on. So like, for me, it's like, like you don't have to read, you don't necessarily have to like read the seven habits or you don't have to read any of these other books, you know, that I've read or like that other people have read, but you, you need to be learning in some way. You need to be seeking out new, new knowledge, learning the things that you don't know and trying to improve and trying to grow. If you're not doing that, what are you doing? Yeah. What do you do? Right. Honestly. Yeah. Progression. Like we all look for progression. And if you're only looking to be satisfied, I don't know. It, it's really heart wrenching for me. Like I, I don't like to see people comfortable. Mm. Like I want you to improve. If you win, I win or something like that. You know what I mean? I like to see people get better. If I don't see, if I am improving and you're not like that puts me in a bad spot. Yeah. Right? And I had that revelation and being truthful to myself. like, Hey, I don't like people who aren't working to be better. Mm to be the best version of themselves, especially when I see them on that path of being at their full potential. Mm. Right. And you touching bases on people who need to start learning, not just self-help books, but just start incorporating new things. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And just getting better. 1%. Mm. Like that's, that's the model that we live, right? 1% every day, maximum effort, maximum effort. Fuck. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Honestly. Maximum effort. I think we were going to talk a little bit about that maximum effort. Like that's just something I started saying to myself recently. And yeah. like that came from, I just like remember that one scene in Deadpool where he's like, he just says to himself, maximum effort, right? Yeah. It's just such a, such a good movie. But like that, that for some reason stuck with me is like, now I'm like thinking every time I'm doing a set at the gym and I'm like, Part of me in my head is like, ah, oh, this, um, this fucking hurts. I just want, I don't want to do another rep. It's maximum effort comes into my head and like, do it, just do it. Right. And like talking about that maximum effort on the days where we're feeling a hundred percent, that maximum effort is amazing. Right. And it feels yeah. great. Those days where we're feeling like 70, 60, 50%, still putting maximum effort in. Right. Cause that hundred percent of that 60, 50% that we're feeling is still better than, you know, not putting in any effort just because we're feeling down yeah. and there's like a there's a balance because i think you need to know it's super important to know when you need to uh, take time for renewal mm-hmm. when you need to take time for rest to retouch with your you know your core your values realign your focus and stuff like that as opposed to just like draining yourself out but i think most people have a like maybe not everybody but we have a pretty good idea of like when we need to be like i need a day right yeah. And like, I've, I've taken times where I'm like, I made these certain commitments today, but it's like, you know what? I think really today needs to be a renewal day for me. And it's not like I'm not doing anything. Yeah. It's not like I'm just going to, all right, today's a renewal day for me. I'm just going to sit here and play, play video games. That's not it. Mm. It's a renewal day for me. I'm not going to go to the gym. Maybe I'm not going to do the certain work that I said I was going to do. Instead, I'm going to go read. I'm going to go walk around um, the park and I'm going to do some meditation. I'm going to do some journaling. Mm. that's my renewal yeah perspective but still 100 percent effort into that right i'm not making it an excuse to be lazy right Mm. yeah Yeah. and you you have those days right you feel like Mm. oh fuck i'm just gonna (laughs) go zero to 100 real quick right Mm. in a bad way right for me it was like 
uh, I think yesterday mm-hmm. or a couple of days. Yeah. No, it was a couple of day, two days ago. Yeah. I was like, fuck everything. Yeah. I'm just going to eat tacos. <laughs> like, that's the thing. I've been on a diet for a little bit. Uh, I've been trying to put down for, for seven pounds and it's been tough and then it's stress. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, I'm just going to have some tacos, goddammit. But, but you recognize it. Yeah. I'm like, Dude. and yeah, you recognize it. I'm like, I recognize like, hey, I'm just going to do this because I feel like shit. But I recognize mm-hmm. that, hey, that's not worth it anymore. You know what I mean? And you, every lesson is made by mistakes, mm-hmm. right? And then we had Thai food, felt like shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we, think- still, we still made some shit happen. <laughs> I think those, and like, again, like that's the type of thing like that I try and make it really clear. And yeah. you do too, I know with your clients and in the Facebook group and with me. And same for me that I try and make really clear to like my viewers who I talk to about similar stuff is like, look, I'm not perfect. I'm not proactive hundred percent of the time. The difference is like, I try and recognize it when yeah. I'm not. And I acknowledge that shit. I don't try and deny that shit or lie to myself about that shit. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves with myself personally that I, I'm like, I cannot lie to myself because it pisses me off. Like I know when I, and I think most people know when they're lying to themselves. Some people are just delusional, right? That's like another thing. But like, I think most people know when they're not being honest with themselves, but that's the big thing, right? Like I recognize I fucked up. I did something that I know I shouldn't have done. I didn't act in line with my values or my commitments, right? I messed up. Um, What am I going to do about it? I got to accept this. I got to acknowledge it and then move forward, right? And then it comes down to like, that's when individually, like you have to know these things. It helps to have, like I said, with you, for me personally, it really helps to be able to share those things with you because then we can make a plan together. And like some things I can deal with on, a lot of things I can deal with on my own, which you should yeah. be able to do. But it is very helpful to have somebody who's able to sit there and be like, let's talk this out. Let me share my different perspective with you. And then let's make a plan. Maybe you want to make the plan by yourself, but like at least we're acknowledging it, right? Yeah, exactly. And I want to just touch this last question before we get into some questions from uh, Twitter, uh, people from Discord, Facebook group. Um, how important How important is it for you to have an environment that you're able to communicate truthfully hmm. and be able to speak whatever is on your mind to like me as a coach, a close friend, Uh, a community how important is it to have that environment i think it's huge i honestly think like and that's another thing that i touched on yesterday with my viewers is like it's so big i think that's like something that is missing from a lot of people's lives and something that i definitely felt felt was missing from my life like even like last year like even not that long ago right like i have some i have certain friends that i'm i'm a i'm a very open person like i try i i don't lie like maybe very rarely, very occasionally I'll lie and then I'll feel bad about it. But um, I'm very open with people. I'm very honest with people and I'm, I'm fine with sharing my struggles and stuff like that. And that has helped me in so much because like, um, but it's important too to have people that like you really respect and you really trust to go to about the things that you really struggle with and be honest about. Because like, again, like getting that different perspective and sometimes even just verbalizing mm-hmm. the thing is like getting it out of your head and saying it to another person is like, it'll change the way you look at it without them even saying anything. Like a lot of the times you're going to solve your own problem just by talking it out. Right. Like that's such a huge thing. Like for me personally, I've told you certain things 
about myself, about like my struggles or my past, like different things that I've dealt with that like maybe three other people know about. Right. And that's like huge. Some people don't have that. Some people don't have that um, community or they don't have that person in their life. And I think like just as human beings, like community is such a big thing, you know, and like, that's why I try and tell people like, you got to seek that out. Like if in your friend group or in your circle or in your family, you can't trust people or like you don't have people who respect you and who are going to listen to you and like that type of thing. Like I'm not saying like, just get rid of those people because these are part of people who are part of your life. Right. And what you put into those relationships is really important regardless of really what you get back. But it's like, you need to go seek out people who are going to, who are going to uplift you, who are going to be honest with you and listen to you and be there to make sure that, um, you're going to be your best self, right? They're not going to do it for you, but they're going to be there to be that supportive person, right? Who's going to be honest, who's going to uplift you, tell you what they think, what you need to hear. And then also just listen sometimes because that's really, sometimes that's all you need, you know? Yeah. You just need a person to vent to, honestly. Mm. And I personally wouldn't be in this position if I didn't have a coach, if I didn't have my mentor. Like before I was going to do this on my own and it was so much harder. I thought it was going to be easy, yeah. but it's a lot harder than it, it is. You know what I mean? And having that community, having people who just post their wins, being relatable. I mean, I just recently went to San Fran and I, I don't want to make it too long, but I went to San Fran, met with like 50 to 60 other coaches. And I thought they were gods. I felt like, <laughs> like they had everything together. That's like you and your viewers saying like they have, you have everything together, but yeah. like, Everyone's so relatable. Everyone's so like kind. Everyone has been through the same struggles and being in the environment Mm -hmm. to be relatable with other guys, girls, like it's major key. Mm -hmm. Like it's honestly the best thing that you could ever do. Whether you're, whether you're struggling or winning, being in a community where you can talk to people is great. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Even if my, my brother or my mom don't give a shit about what I have to say, but saying it to them, it's like, it feels good. It feels mm-hmm. good. And just having that environment is super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say like that you are the sum of the five people that you yep. spend the most time with. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. Also, there's like, you're in control of yourself. Yeah. Right. But to say that, like, if you didn't surround yourself with people who are going to like uplift you more, you're not going to be more effective. That mm-hmm. would be not true. Right. So like, yeah. honestly, like, and also like, having like for me like having the facebook group or having you like just to say what my commitments are Mm. keeps me more accountable myself right yeah because it's like look i've said this now and these Mm. other people know this and maybe it's a little bit selfish but it's like or a little like you know insecure or whatever but it's like i don't want to fail i just told these other people this i don't want to fail right but that's a good thing right it's like but also then you have you had to do it with people that you trust and that res- that respect you and you respect because then when you do fail like i said they're going to be honest with you but they're also going to support you to get back up and do it again yeah you know? we set up a game plan for it yeah right yeah. i mean that's that's the way we should do it instead of hey you're you fucked up you gotta do it again no it's like well what's the better plan for you what is the better method for you what's going to work best for you how can i actually help you mm-hmm. it's not like hey do the work that's that doesn't help yeah it's like telling your kids hey do the dishes, do the laundry. No, they don't have to listen to you. They're, you know, having that person nag at you is annoying. Yeah. I mean, environment, that's a crazy thing. I mean, we touched bases on a lot of things, which is cool. 
and we can go on we can go on for hours honestly yeah we could be going for a while holy shit um but let's let's cut it off there and just answer some questions um let's go on discord what are some questions that you have i think um uh just one on one on discord from rochelle uh she said i know you're working on it too but what are some ways to stop or work on procrastination i'm so bad with time management it's crazy um, and yeah, we definitely touched on this because it is something that I have said that I like, I struggle with and I need to work on procrastination, but I think like time management and procrastination are two different things, right? Like time management comes down to like, again, like comes back to like your ability to know what your goals are, your priorities are planning, all this goes into time management and then being proactive. Right. And then pro- procrastination is like, you can procrastinate all you want. Like if you don't know what you're doing, like if you don't know what you need to do, but like that time management, like planning is huge. And then like procrastination, I think we talked about this and just like, what were we saying? Just like being, being proactive in that sense of like, like you have a choice, you know, you know, and that's like bringing that awareness in is the first step of like being able to recognize the choices that you have, being able to recognize like what are some certain habits that I have with procrastination? Like what are these certain like triggers that I have that I know, like if I have this situation today where I'm very likely that I might procrastinate because I have those, right? Like I know like I have work that I need to do every day and it's like, I know I'm likely to not want to do it. Right. So how do I like sit there and be like, become aware of that, look at what my choices are and try and make a plan and visualize myself making the right choice, making the not procrastinating. Right. So that, that helps. But again, something that I'm working on, something that I need to like, I definitely still need to work on and have progress to go with. Yeah. And Rochelle for procrastination, what I told Jordan is like, what is the outcome if you don't do this? Mm. What is going to happen if you don't get this shit done? Mm. Whether that might be school, I don't know what your situation is. But procrastination, it comes down to your goals and your commitments. Mm. Like, what are the outcomes if you do it? If you do the simple thing, the simple task that could take about 30 minutes to 60 minutes, how is that going to benefit you? How is that going to help you? Right? And then vice versa, how is this going to affect you if you don't do this shit? Like, procrastination is something that you struggle with and it's something that you need to train on, like a muscle. Like, your mindset is a muscle. Like we said, so yeah, that's, that's our tip. Just think about it. Um, what equation that I use is, is, um, actions lead up to fulfillment, lead up to emotion. So the emotion that you get is happiness, right? Um, being satisfied. What does the fulfillment look like? That is completing your work, being, getting paid, right? The action is work, right? Doing the paperwork, doing the filing, whatever the case may be. So if you don't do the action, if you don't do the work, you're not going to get paid. Uh, you might get fired. The emotion is you're going to feel like shit, right? That's the, that's the truth. So recognize that. Recognize that if you don't do this, realize the outcome. Yeah. What are the, what are the consequences and rewards? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's not, all comes down to commitments, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that most of your viewers are still in school. So like, just do the work. Just get it done. Like, do you, yeah. you want to fail class or you yeah. want to retake it? Like, yeah. do you want to finish class and get through it and get to the next level? Then do the work. Like, 
Simple as that. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, and it's important to you to have that perspective, like to know what these consequences are, what these rewards are, like what is, you know, what's going to happen, like having that clear idea and then like you can make that plan. You're still going to struggle with making the choice because like you can know something and still like, like I know that like if I don't do my work on a certain day, I'm just going to have to do it later. Yeah. Um, and it's, I'm not going to want to, right. But I, cause I might still choose not to do it. Right. Like even today, like I was so tired today when I got back from class, I was supposed to do some work today. I ended up falling asleep. Oh, I, shit. Like, I fell asleep and then I was like, all right, well now I don't have time to do this. Right. So yeah. now I have to know I have to do it on the weekend, but yeah. it's like, I made that choice. Right. Mm. And so now it's like, you know, next time I get there, I'm going to have another choice to make of being like, all right, I have a choice, but having that in mind of like, what's the consequence of this? Right. Yeah. Or what's the reward if I do this way? Like, what's the fulfillment? What's the emotion that I'm going to get from this? What's, you know, and then also recognizing those choices of like, is this going to move me forward? Or is it, or is it going to, you know, make things more difficult for me in the future? And then it comes down to like bringing that awareness in and making that choice. And again, proactivity is a muscle. So like, it's hard at first to like not procrastinate. And when you start to be like, I need to stop procrastinating and work on that, it's going to be really hard. Cause the muscles weak and the muscle of procrastination is strong, but yeah. the more you choose not to procrastinate and do these things and like remind yourself of this constantly, that it's just, it's just going to get easier and easier to not procrastinate and your willpower and your proactivity is going to get stronger. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cool. So we got one more question. Uh, this doesn't relate to mindset. Uh, just, I think Bailey posted on your Twitter. I uh, just read it through the comments. She said, um, what things did you learn from the different cultures everywhere you visited? Um, yeah, that's a really interesting question because, um, yeah, I've traveled around a little bit in the last couple of years, um, mostly around Asia and Southeast Asia. Uh, went to Norway as well and then, like, around, you know, different parts of the U.S. as well. But I think, um, you know, I don't know if there's so much that, you know, I learned – like from the different cultures so much as I learned just from traveling, you know, um, like obviously like all these different cultures have very different like ways of looking at things and different, um, you know, different ways of living and stuff like that. Like in Japan, they're so clean and they're so organized. It's crazy. Right. Um, but they also have, and this isn't something I learned from being there, but Japan also has such a philosophy of like, of like taking care of, uh, like, their people right that it's like such a big thing right and like that changes a lot of their you know a lot of how they function there and then like in thailand right like people there are so nice and they're like they are so focused on like they wake up and they like work and then like in the afternoon they just chill like they take naps and it's the same in like mexico i think too like a similar type of thing where they're just like they spend so much time to just like um just be and just to like enjoy their stuff right and these people are so friendly but I think the biggest thing that I learned really from traveling um, and this just like kind of relates to me specifically is um, just kind of getting out of my shell and being more outgoing and being more confident because like I went and traveled by myself and I stayed in hostels. Right. And I did that because I wanted to meet people to travel with, but it was also super hard for me. Like the first, and it still is like the first time I get to a new hostel, if I don't know anybody there, I'm a, I'm shy. Like when I, for me, like, I'm a little shy at first when I'm meeting new people, especially if there's, there's like a big group of people. I'll be a little shy if I'm by myself. It's different when I'm with my friends, obviously, but like 
that was such a, a big thing for me to be like, go and stay in these hostels by myself in a foreign country with all these people I don't know. But it's like, I want to meet, I want to talk to these people. I want to go experience things with these people. And it was really great for me to learn like everybody else here wants that too. Mm. And everybody else here is so open to like talking to you and to making, being friends with you. And most people, I think genuinely most people that you meet are going to be like that in different countries or at home. It's a little bit different here because like, you know, it's a little bit different in the U S to just like randomly go up to some group of people and start talking to them. They don't know you. They're going to be like, this only guy's a little bit weird, but like, um, it's the same thing. Like most people are just like, they're open and they're friendly and stuff like that. Right. So that was a big thing for me to just like get out of my shell and to just like be more confident in myself to go and just talk to people and just like try and make friends with people. And you know what, if this person's like, they don't like me or whatever. That's fine. Mm. That's just them. Right. That's, they can, that's fine. They can, they cannot like me and they cannot want to hang out with me, you know, but mm. sometimes it's going to be like that. It's not so much like a reflection of yourself as it is a reflection of them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Very cool. Awesome, yeah. brother. Well, thank you for answering some tough questions and just be on this podcast with me. For sure. That was fun. Like, we've been here a little bit. <laughs> I know. Like what? An hour, over an hour or so. Yeah hour and yeah. 20 i mean we can go on for hours yeah, we, we could be going on. for a while honestly like if you guys like what we're talking about we can go talk about any other topics mm. training nutrition anything that you guys have in mind um let us know like i would really love to answer some questions answer um in jordan's perspective and how we operate um our training anything that you have in mind that you're struggling with uh, i'm open to talking about it and maybe get on the coaching call with me. Get on a Zoom call and just have a coaching session. Like, I honestly would love to help you with whatever you're dealing with because that's what I do. Um, I have this community up and running for you. It's not just free just to be in this community. It's free information, whatever you need, I'm here to help you. Um, but if you do really need that help and extra push, I also do have a VIP program where I'm going to give you that accountability. I'm going to tell you the shit that you don't want to hear, right? And I'm actually going to push you to your limits, put you in a state of being uncomfortable, but you know this is going to be the right thing, right? If you're stuck and you're undecided on what you need to do, this community is the best thing that you can ever do and take action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, leave the comments. These are your questions. Um, if you have friends that really need to hear this or want to be part of this community, Feel free to share this. Um, I will post this up on Facebook, um, YouTube, make it shareable. And yeah, we'll go from there. So really, really want to touch bases on what we talked about is building habits, anxiety, perspective, so much shit. And uh, Jordan, what do you have to say? Any final words that you want to say to Facebook, your Discord, your stream, viewers? Uh, no, I think just thanks for having me. It was a, it was a good talk for sure. I think, you know, talking about these types of things is always like, I love talking about this type of stuff. Not cause I'm just like, look at me, I'm smart, but it's like, yeah. it helps me. The more you talk about it and the more you discuss this stuff with people, the more it like solidifies these pathways in your own mind. So it's like, it's, I love talking about this type of stuff. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on here. I do. We should do it, uh, every couple months. Yeah. And just yep. like back, I mean, we are, we're always changing. We're always figuring out different methods. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to finish this book. I'm going to finish the seven habits in the next couple of days. Honestly, I'm going to finish that shit. 
get it done. I need to get it done. You already finished it. I need yeah, to get it, took it done. A while, but <laughs> yeah, I need to do that. I actually need to set some time and do that. Um, mm-hmm. That's my commitments for this week and next week. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, uh, hope you guys like the podcast, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.